0: Good evening, welcome to episode 98 of the AG podcast, we are one step closer to that 100 episode. Uh, Joining me on today's episode, as always, is Jaminator, good evening pal.
1: Evening mate, how you doing, you okay?
0: Yeah, yeah, not too bad, how are you doing?
1: Good, yeah, not too bad, I think I had to race home from work for this, um, so it better be worth it. But (laughs) um, we'll see what uh, what our guests have got to contribute today.
0: That's it. Uh, Joining us on today's episode is Burger Boy, good evening Burger.
2: Good evening, how are
0: we all? Yeah, no, good, how are you?
2: I'm not bad, not bad, not bad. Good, good,
0: good, good yeah, to have you on good. again. Um, and also joining us on today's episode is Bry. Good evening, Bry.
2: Good evening, <laughs> nice
3: to be back on again.
0: Yeah, no, it's good to have you back on for another episode. Um, thank you for putting your name forward. And um, yeah, it, it'll be good to hear what you have to say so uh to run through the agenda for today's episode we're going to start for division one um we're then going to hear about the f1 and we're going to have a a, just a little discussion about that um we're then going to look at division two and three and then to round off the podcast we're going to uh discuss a, a a listener's question that has come in um from morris and um we're gonna listen to that and have a bit of a discussion at the end so division one um buncy currently top of the league has played obviously uh, a lot more games than everyone else up I mean, he's going on holiday somewhere isn't he or he's away for he's yeah, uh, he's yeah. away for about
2: a month i think yeah going um, to new zealand
0: is he lucky boy oh. um so he's currently top of the league obviously you know that is uh, having played more, Uh, 25 uh, points, eight wins, one draw, one uh, loss. Um, Aaron is currently in second on 15 points. Alongside yourself, Jam, you're in third, uh, just just out of uh, second on goal difference. Um, Berger, yourself, you're in fifth at the moment, bit of a, you know, four wins, a draw and a loss. and then myself, we'll talk well, I'll talk about myself shortly. Um, just outside the relegation playoff, uh, one, two, and lost four. Um, but I'm going to start with you, Jam. Um, mm-hmm. Played six, won five, only lost one. And actually that loss only came against Aaron. And looking at the records, the, the, yeah, both of your records are identical and the losses came against each other. Um,
1: yeah. Not a bad it, start yeah.
0: for you, but at all
1: no that's it exactly and um i think the um the the difference being obviously he's just obviously scored i like think he, he did river by i think like 7-4 yes or something like yeah, that which meant that he his games. Um, he got the uh, obviously the, the better goal difference in those but no it's been it's been quite steady actually and i think you you look at it and there's a bit of a theme going on obviously in terms of the the for and against especially even if you take the points away at this early stage of the season you know me and Aaron both scored a similar amount and let in a similar amount um same with suited same with burger um again, sort of the we'll, we'll call it the chasing pack for now um I think obviously there's it's a long season, I think it will very much be looked different to this at the end, but um you yeah, no, it's been good, much better start to the season than I thought it would be for myself. Uh, got Sean coming up in the next uh, next games, which obviously he's not had the best start, so I need to try and catch him as quick as possible, really, mm. um, to try and take advantage of that. But I imagine his first points or or his first bulk of points will come against me um, in the in the next game. But yeah, it's been um, it's been a good one. Some some testing games. Aaron was uh, obviously a very, very difficult opponent, um, and uh, and I have had Jeff and River. It must be said. Um, in, uh, in some of my other games, which obviously then does mean you, you know, I've, I've beat played in front of you? you. You can, but I have played guys that have come up from Division 2, so at the moment I'm really not counting my chickens at all. No, uh, that being said, I am ahead of Burger, which obviously is always a little bit.
0: I mean, Riverman we'll talk about shortly, um, but yeah, Burger. you know, you obviously you've uh, won four, drawn one, lost one, it's not a bad record. I mean, uh, 5 2 defeat to Buncey. Um, and a 5 3 win against Bunsey. What, what went wrong in that 5 2 defeat?
2: It's Bunsey. Um, if there's one person who I've struggled to be consistent in the game, it's him. We generally do share three points apiece, and the games get crazy, and I suppose most games have been crazy for pretty much everyone at the start of this season with the match big score lines has been <laughs> going around. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, started okay. I'm not happy the way I'm playing. I'm not, I mean, top cat I drew with. I was last-minute goal from me. So he could have easily beaten me. Um, I think I t- I've brought in Zaha. So hopefully that would help me in the final third because that's the one place I've not really improved on over the last season. So I've pretty much got a decent defence in midfield. But... That's where I've lacked. Even though I've got a from the top goal scorer, just having the balance of um, having two or three goal scorers that you can earn rather than just one. Um, but, yeah, it's a positive start. It's um, With Suited, I've got next. It's probably going to make or break my season, and it's that early on. If he ends up beating me twice, I can call myself out of it. Um, so I think, same for Suited, because um, a tough opponent, so... Yeah, it's going to start my season or end my season, really, with this match week.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting one. I mean, myself, I've not had a very good start. I've uh, I've lost four games. I've only won two. The wins came against Jeff. I won 3-1 and then 6-2 against Suited the other night. I, I'm not having a very good time with FIFA at the moment. I, I just are struggling to, you know, get to grips with the way it plays. Um, so... I I think I mean looking at those beneath me, um, I think as much as I was moaning in the the thread and the forum the other night about going down, I think I will be okay. Um, I mean, Bright Riverman obviously came up, um, you know, last season. Currently bottom on uh, Noupois, um, as they would say in the uh, in the Eurovision. Um, played eight, lost eight. Scored 18 goals, conceded 37, minus 19 goal difference. Um, And, I mean, just looking at some of his results in his last uh, five. 4-3 to jam, 4-2 to jam, um, 4-1 to suited, 5-0 to suited, uh, 5-4 to Buncey. He's scoring goals, but he's also leaking a lot of goals.
3: Yeah, he always does, though, the way he plays. He just relies on outscoring the opponent rather than shutting them out, but... Um, there's a few games that he's not lost by a lot, but I think he's already resigned himself that he's going down. He was saying in the party the other night, he can't see where he's going to get any points. But I think he was uh, just a bit miffed coming off the two defeats to jam where he thought he should have got something.
1: I uh, think that's 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 <laughs> borne out as well. If you look at his, just looking Ash, in terms of when you run through um, his goal scored, he scored more goals than five of the managers in the division. Mm. So to be rock bottom and having scored, you know, outscored five of the managers above him is, is quite harsh. But he's also got obviously, the worst defensive record yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. Which obviously, you know, that's how football works, isn't it? And, you know, fair to do is you can score loads of goals, but if you lose them all six, five or four, three, you're still going to lose. You've still got no points. Um, but against me, he definitely could have himself hard done him by my goalkeeper was, was on fire. And he did have some, some mischances burned, um, but yeah, it's, it's a tough one. I um, again, obviously, Bry has played him last season in, in Division Two. Um, I personally think that River will turn it around. Will they have enough to turn it around to stay up? I don't know. But I think he won't. He won't. He'll win more games than Morris this season is or last season. I should say is my my opinion. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, for me, I I don't think he'll do enough um, to stay up. I think he will be in those sort of bottom two bottom three um spaces. Um but I mean uh, top cat burger. Yeah. Um obviously he's currently in the relegation playoff spot. Um you know yeah. he's he's lost four games this season. Um he's got me on Monday night so it's another two defeats that is going to add to his early start.
1: Oh. Um
0: What <laughs> Looking at the other players in this division, I know it's early on in the season to say, um, but those bottom three, Topcat, Sean, River, do you see it changing too much? Who else, could be, dragged? Who else mean, could be dragged into
2: it? Going to Topcat, I mean, it must be worth adding, he's played me, suited and sweaty. And for a first three games, that's as tough as you're going to get. Um, and to get four points out of those is pretty... Much a decent tally for someone who struggled last season. Um, it just puts more pressure on the games that he coming up where they're more winnable for him. Um, so I don't see him being in the bottom three. To me, I think he'll probably be in and around there. Um, but the bottom two, I would probably say will be River and Jeff. Um, I think those two i have got a tough task staying up in this league coming from Division 2. I think it's always been said if there was a league in between Division 1 and Division 2, they'd fit right in there, per se. Um, Sean, I'm not sure what's happened with Sean. Um, he could well be in that bracket. So, I mean, if I think it's going to be the three I've mentioned, uh, Sean, River and Jeff, that would probably be finishing. But it would be a great achievement if any of those... Um, Come ninth or above.
0: Would, would you Would you
1: agree, Jam? Um, I, I, it's a real tough one, isn't it? It is a real tough one because Jeff's had a decent start. He's played more games than everybody else, fair enough. But he's picked up more points than um than well, he's picked up the same amount of points as the bottom three combined, if 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 you look at it that way. Um, I would. Is is Topcat a good for FIFA player Berger? Yeah, because he he has a very poor squad, doesn't he?
2: Really. I would say. I mean, for pound for pound, he actually earns. I think he's the only one who earns money in our league. Mm. Um, but
1: which would for me would denote he has a poor squad. In in in, in, a in
2: way, realistic yeah, terms, it, it, yeah. it's how I mean you got I mean all and Becca. I think if anyone was off of Becker, you'd probably take him. Mm. Let's be real. I mean, I'd have him in my team. 100%. Uh, Orsic as well, I've had him. They're very good players. Maybe that's why... But you've got to, like I said before, he's played me, sweaty and suited. Yeah. Probably the three hardest games you can have. So, like you said with yourself, Jam, you've played... Jeff... Yeah, easier in, games. Um, who have you played? Jeff and Phil. And Aaron. So, and Aaron. Well, Aaron's a tough game. But you're expecting six points against them. But where if you play the same as three... You're probably wanting to win one game because you probably won't... Or have any luck to win a game against Mm. the three old men. No, I
1: mean, I I want six points off you, for
2: sure. And
1: you are are below me in the league, let's get real. Um, No, for me, I think, you know, Look, let's see what... You know, with the greatest respect, Ash, let's see what he does against you when you play him. Um, Well, I've told you already. Six points. (laughs) I think, for me, it will be... it will be uh, River. I think he w- he he won't do as bad as it looks. He's going to do. I think he will pick up some points, but <laughs> River River will finish bottom in my opinion. Um, Sean, I don't know. I I do think Jeff probably will drop back down, but I think it'll be Top Can Jeff. And I think Sean will find a way out of it.
0: Do you think with his the, the goal difference though? Bearing in mind that Sean has got the worst
1: goal difference in the league. Yeah, but I mean he's he's just. It's another one where he's just had a few. For me, I think he's just had a few unlucky games. I really do. I don't think he's that type of player. Whenever I play Sean, it's normally quite tight. Again, we'll see when I play him in. In whenever I play him, whether it be today, tomorrow, or the next day, but I I think he probably has got enough to get out of it. Um, and the thing with Jeff is he's he is inconsistent. He's he's good on his day. He's great, but he can obviously have that bit of FIFA rage and 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 sort of you know throw a controller or two at the wall at the wall. So. Um, yeah, for me, I, I think Sean will have enough to get out of it eventually. Even with the goal difference, it's still early on in the season, but we'll see. Goal difference. Ultimately, I I managed to stay up last season. My goal difference last season was shocking mm. because of those games against you, for example. You smashed me. you think double figures in at least one of them. Yeah. Um, but I finished above you, so it, yeah. it 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 makes a difference, but it's not the be all and end all.
0: No, no. That's fair Points right mean prizes. Yeah, absolutely. Points on the board um for sure um right we're gonna move on uh, from division one and we're gonna move uh, over to the f1 um and we're gonna hear the latest about what's been uh, what's been happening so joe take it away for this week's segment
4: thanks guys and as always thanks for having me back for another f1 roundup it's been a while since we spoke we had a very interesting debate last time on the uh, equal cars in division two as you pretty much know, we are now into a new season, we took a look at what to do, now we would come to the end of the last season, season 3, um, The new game should be coming out on Xbox Game Pass within probably 5-6 weeks now I think, it's normally the end of March so we had a little look at what to do, and we decided to have a 10-week season, a season 4, with a random schedule, and we're now two races into that. So we'll take a quick look at what's happened so far. We've had two races. We've been on Portugal and Belgium the last couple of Monday nights. Looking back at Portugal, it was a win for Muba for everyone. He's Williams. He has, of course, got one of the worst cars. He won that by 10 seconds from Mika Fika, who had a great day. Jaronday was third, Maurice was fourth, and Plunkett was fifth. Down in Division 2, it was a win for Red Rhinoceros who defied his dropping cars. He's gone from Ferrari down to Alfa Tauri now. But he still won that race by a good 16 seconds from Gaz Grass. it was in third place, Andy Bill was in fourth, and it's only Jeff in fifth place. Monday night just gone, moved on to Belgium. Completely different set of results this time, which is fantastic. That's what we want to see. Burger Boy won this one in Division 1, he won it by three seconds for myself. Um, I was in second place in the Mercedes. Jaminator was third, Morris was in fourth, and Mika Fika was in fifth. It was a faster slap there for Morris with a 1.48.0. And in Division 2, again, completely different. Riverman won the race. He won it by six seconds from Big B. Gazgras was in third place, Bertie was in fourth, and then Hilly was in fifth place. Take a quick look at what that's doing for the tables. As you'd expect so far, it's very, very close. Division 1, we've got Jaminator sitting top of the leaderboards. He's on 30 points. I believe that's two third places. Berg Boy in second on 29, Mika Fika in third place on 28, then got Muba forever on 26, Morris on 25, and myself on 18. Division 2, it's a joint um a joint joint at the top. It's got Red Rhinoceros and Gasgrass on 33 points each. We've then got a joint third place, Bertie and Riverman both on 27 points big b on 24 and hilly on 15 we've got another eight weeks this season to go guys uh next up we've got abu dhabi austria and spain um once the season finishes we'll be moving over to the new game which again will be coming on xbox game pass so it'll be free to everyone who's got that subscription anyone wants to get involved in this season guys just send me a pm like i said we've got eight races left thanks guys catch you next time
0: thank you very much for that joe uh, and just quickly obviously we all race on a monday night um how, how are we finding it? Bry? in Division 2, how how is it um, at the moment?
3: Uh, there's been really good races so far. Not many people crashing out this season, but that might just be because of the tracks we've been on. We've not had any street ones yet, so we've had some nice wide tracks where people can actually race and overtake without knocking wheels off on walls and things like that. So, so yeah. it's been not too bad so far. Very competitive.
0: Mm, good. Oh, don't tell Harry that. Um, Jam, obviously early on, how how have you found it?
1: Uh, mixed again, I think got um, some good qualifying laps. The last one was, was very difficult because it was obviously dry to wet. And it was a case of where you're going to sort of hedge your bets to come out and pit and, and change your tires. It was, but it made for a really fun race. Um, it's too early for again, too early for me at the minute to say you know where I'm going to finish this season. But I'm hoping to finish sort of if I can get to as many events as I did last time, sort of top five, top half would be nice. Hmm. Uh, but no, it's been good, good, good. good. And Burger.
2: Yeah, I won the last race uh, on strategy because um, I was just rain affected and it was just we. I waited to the last possible moment to put the inters on. Probably couldn't go on the softs too longer and had to wait another lap.
0: Fair enough. Um, yeah, no, always good fun on a Monday night and uh, one of the best nights of the week. Um, right, we're going to move on. Um, we're going to move on to Division 2. Um, and Division 2 is currently headed up by Mark the Shark. He's currently top uh, unbeaten, 16 points, 26 goal difference as well. Um, so has scored a ton of goals. Uh, Brozier has scored 23 for him this season. Uh, Paul O's is in second. Uh, Morris in fourth, uh, along with Charlie and Plonkett Plunkett in the playoffs. Uh, Joe, Rhino Tunners all mid-table at the moment, Uh, not really, you know, doing too much. Um, Although Joe has played two games less than everybody else. Uh, Bri, yourself, you're currently in tenth in the playoff spot. Um, 1-1, drawn two, lost three. And then Satie and Joe B currently in the bottom two. Um, So Bri, I'm going to start with you. Um, Obviously, you know, not the best start um of the season i've just been i'm just looking at your scores against paul o's as well took a bit of a a bad
3: start until those two games
0: (laughs) took a bit bit of a hammering in those games 8-1 and 8-3 what what happened
3: it's it's well you know how the game is at the moment some games just nothing will go for you and everything rolls for your opponent so normally if i'd play him he'd probably beat me by a couple of goals but in these particular games it was uh by six seven goals but i think that's everyone's gonna have games like that this season where you're gonna have a massive win or a massive defeat
0: absolutely
3: it's just the way the game is at the moment
0: absolutely um which <laughs> it shouldn't be like that really should it but um yeah i mean I, I would agree with that settlement and until they sort that out um i think there's going to be some very high scoring games um i mean a jam uh, mark the shark you know really really good start 34 goals so he has scored the most uh as i mentioned broger scored 23 no no losses at the moment um you know i i mean i suppose you look at some of the players he's played is well raz Sati, and Charlino. um but it goes to that point that you can only beat what's in front of you um you know as yeah when I mean, they his, come.
1: his aggregate yeah his aggregate score against satie was 15-0 over the two games. So I mean, you know, he's he's done a number on, on him there really. Um he scored the same amount of goals in those games that Saty has scored all season. Um <clears throat> and I uh, know Brosia got himself um uh, quite a lot <sighs> in, in those fixtures so it maybe slightly skews it a little bit. Um is it a difficult one. Again I, I, me and Mark get on really well. I actually really like him. Love playing FIFA against him but for me I I, I actually don't see it sticking. I think he will um, I don't think he'll win the title, only because he's doing he's doing his best Mark impression by you know he's, he's got all this scudo and he's sold some of his good players and 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 things like that. So he's still got Renato, um, and obviously you know is doing well in in this lower division uh, in in division, division two, but um, for me that Paulos I think is. a very, very good FIFA player. I mean, I, I, I know we're not we have not got it pending to talk about it, Burger. But you know, our, our group in the eliminator is absolutely like you know shudder when you see it. It is a group of death. Um, when you consider the only player we've not got that's in not in Division One is Paul Lowe's, and he gets a goal head start against me, you, and Sweaty. It's um, it's a really interesting one. So again, I'll grab your thoughts on that in a minute. But um, it's yeah, f- for me, Mark's doing really well do i see it continuing i don't let's put one, i don't see him doing a sofa or a jeff last season i think he will definitely drop points at some point um this game's too inconsistent with the updates for him for him not to do it in in my opinion um but quickly burger on, on that what do you think about our, our head-to-head uh eliminate a group I, I do apologize no oh, oh, oh. Berger, oh. It would appear Berger is obviously really scared from our Eliminator group because he's—he uh, just said he has left the chat. <laughs> um, oh
0: dear! We're trying him uh... back. We're trying him back in. Um,
1: <laughs> He—he's that scared. But no, it's, again that again that is a very very tough Eliminator group and and for me that's why I would say Paul I would would put as my favourite for the division. Um, yes, he's lost a game. Yes, he's drawn a game. But um, again for me he is um, he is uh, very scary prospect especially in that competition with a one goal head start um, it would be my opinion s- s- let's see um, Berger have hello we, uh, have we
2: returned? I'm back you hear me
1: yes I can hear you yeah, yeah.
2: lovely yeah i down. sorry my bad
1: that's fine did you hear my question
2: no I heard about F1 and then I started talking I don't know whether you heard that
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were just saying about, and um, we've moved on to Division 2, we We're just saying about um, Mark, obviously, being a bit of a runaway leader at the moment. I personally yeah. feel as though Paul will still be my favourite for the division, though, due to yeah. some inconsistencies. And I said, obviously, our eliminator group is uh, is a tough one, yeah. uh, with him being, obviously, the only person outside of the Division 1 that's actually then got a goal head start. What what do you think about that?
2: All agreed. I do have to add, uh, Cholinho just played right now and has got six points, just to, so there's, He'll be tight, on 18 tight, points. Games
1: tight games though. Yeah, yeah, right. tight
2: games. I don't tight know whether that was said So he goes ahead of those two. Um, yeah, Paul's a good player. Um, I think, he, did he win Division 1 a few seasons ago? Or was that, or did he get close? And then he got relegated. Was that right? Or... Uh, Paul? Uh, yeah.
1: I don't know. I think he's definitely been up there, hasn't he? But I, don't think yeah. he yeah. I don't think he's ever won it.
2: Um, yeah, he's a good player um, he's one of those like I said in for Jeff and Phil he's one that floats between the two divisions and anybody with a goal head start in Division 2 like him will have an advantage certainly on the elimination eliminator stage um, so yeah um, he's going to be tough to beat and yeah I feel like it will be between those three people whose goes up uh, Mark, Paul and Charlene
0: yeah, it's, it'll be interesting. I mean, you sort of look at the other names in that division, and it is it is hard to see who else is going to sort of um, you know challenge. I mean, Plunkett is it, it is the last occupant of that sort of playoff spot with you know um, played uh, play six one three lost three. Joe played you know it is mixed. Rhino, it's difficult to see Rhino pushing on to the top. I think Rhino will do enough to stay mid-table. I don't think he'll get dragged into the relegation scrap, but um, I, I don't. I can't see him pushing higher. Um, I mean, the two that stand out for me, obviously, Joby has not had a good start. He has only played four games, and they came against Morris and Joby. Uh, Morris, uh, Morris and Joby? Morris and Chilino. Um, you know. Um, and then Satie, well i mean satie obviously took that hammering from mark um but has got points on the board um i mean sort of looking at the bottom um do do you see joby and satie coming out could you see maybe razzle tunners being dragged in um jam
1: um, Ra- Raz always has the chance to be dragged in, doesn't he? Because of his squad, and I feel like we we're a bit of a broken record on on the pod when we say that because last season he he blitzed Division Three, but that's more a case of him probably being better than those players and the players not being a hindrance. Whereas when you get to this stage, for me, this is the what I was getting at with Topcat Burger, where you know has Raz got the quality all the way through that mm. squad to actually push on and 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 mm. sort of you know stake a claim of doing anything in Division Two. Um, we've seen that on his day he can he can really beat some of these big boys in this division, but he's for me you look at the the the, the form is just incredibly inconsistent. He's played some good players, don't get me wrong, um, but he is he's played the same amount of games as Rhino and he's behind him by two points now. Well, admittedly, obviously we've just had the Charlino games, but as, as it stands, looking at this table, um, for me if you had different squads and Raz played in the same sort of way that a lot of the people playing FIFA generally play, Raz would be higher up this table. Um, so for me, he definitely has the chance to, to drop down. Bry, obviously, he's on the podcast now. He'll be fine. I honestly don't see Bry getting dropped down at all. It'll be Satie, Joby and, and one other. Maybe out of Raz, maybe Tunners. But again, I doubt it. I think it's probably going to be Satie and Joby already uh, f- for the drop, unfortunately. Who have you got next, Bry?
3: It's uh, only week four, and it's a relegation six-pointer against mm. Satie. So, and how are you feeling? Uh, well, I've had the better of him lately, but it's always fairly close. But, I mean, because it's early in the season now, I mean, if I get six points, that shoots me right up the table and it can end up in playoff spots, whereas mm. the worst-case scenario for both of us would be two draws.
0: Yeah well they need to do something about that goal difference though pal
3: well I've just had an upgrade on three M4 strikers so hopefully <laughs> that makes a difference
0: nice yeah no that will be good it'll be good it'll be interesting to see I think obviously if you know see if you do beat Satie twice um you know as you said you propel yourself up and it is his goal difference as well isn't it because he's already on minus 16 um He's another ones that needs to watch the goal difference, um, which could play, um, especially in this
3: division, could
0: play a big part.
3: Um, yeah, there's not going to be a lot of people taking six points off other people. I think. No. I've noticed a lot of the games has been one win each or a win and, and a draw, not, especially not with it's the, going the way the plays at the moment. Yeah.
0: No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, right, we're going to move on, and we're going to move on to Division Three. And I've just had to refresh my page because, according to this, Soggy Cabbages is top. Um, Hmm. No, no, I think that is correct. Soggy Cabbages is currently top of the league, 13 points, uh, 1-4, drawn one, lost one. Same record as Diodex. Um, You know, maybe this is the season Diodex uh, has that form that he had a couple of seasons ago where, you know, he he done well in Division 3, went up to Division 2 and held his own for a bit. Um, So... Yeah, dies in second. Gaz Hillian Payne currently in the playoffs, and then Trooper Lost Boy Wiz Fox. Worm, Andy Brill not bottom. Andy Brill, well done, Andy. Six points, two wins. Last two wins have just actually come against Nut Nut Hatch. New guys, yeah. me, Nut Hatch. Um, Harry in se Harry uh, second from bottom, and then Nuthatch Hatch currently bottom of the league with one point, a draw that came against Soggy Cabbages. So, um, Jam, Soggy <laughs> Cabbages. A name that we have mentioned quite a lot on the podcast. You know, he, he is a one of those podcast folklore names.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's this is just a crackers division, mate. This like if you look at it, soon. so soggy soggy is top. He's draw came against Nuthatch Hatch in 12. Nuthatch has not done anything else this season. Draw against soggy cabbages. So it just it's honestly it is bizarre. Harry is underneath Andy Brill. You love to see it. Fantastic. Um,
2: Repeat that, jam. Repeat that again. What's that?
1: Harry's <laughs> Andy Brill. Yeah, so, I yeah, think would want that. <laughs> yeah, Andy Brill is not bottom. He's not second bottom. He is third bottom. Oh, uh, progress. Progress.
0: Um, progress.
1: That'd well, be man. enough for a that be enough for a relegation playoff in the other divisions, mate. He's doing all right. Mm. <laughs> um, Worm obviously is patchy. We know that. Easy to now. Wiz Fox normally plays quite well. He played quite well against me in a head to head the other day. Lost boy again, inconsistent in terms of his availability, therefore, uh, you know, a potential to sort of upgrade his team uh, through event payments, etc. And then for me, that's where I again, you, we, we keep saying about drawing a line in Division Three, and I think this is the division you can sort of have some without trying to be really derogatory, like some also runs. For me, I think you can sort of start to see, you know, just from form, and, and well, I say form is a bit non existent really at the minute, but. Your likes of Trooper, Payne Wales, they've just taken three points off each other, apparently, um, which again leaves them in no greater position, really, against each other, as it were. Hilly, who we all sort of tipped to do well this season in the playoffs, Gaz doing really well, no one's really spoken about him. And, and like you said, Dio and Soggy, identical records, but surprise, surprise, Soggy has one of the best defensive records in the division. Um, the, the one point I would make, Ash, is we, we talked about goal difference, mm. uh, about, about Sean in Division 1. Um, hilly in fourth having played the same amount of games as Andy brilliant tenth have the same goal difference so that that's my point they they both have a poor goal difference i, I, I do' right i know everybody knows about goal difference and why why it's important and why it's not but po- points are what's points matter points is ultimately what's gonna gonna win you a division not goal difference if your goal divisions was one but you know you've won all the games five four etc it don't matter you're still gonna you know you're still gonna do well um so, yeah, for, for me, I, I think that um, yeah, that just it, it, it reinforces that point where someone like Andy Brill can have the same goal difference as someone in the playoffs, yeah, obviously it'd be, be quite far apart. Um, in, in reference to Soggy Cabbages, yeah, I I, I love watching Division 3 from afar and, and thinking that Soggy Cabbages yeah, is going to walk. I think it's fantastic. Well,
0: I mean, I'm just looking, but then Soggy's Cabbages loss came against Harry, so that already sort of uh, renders that oh, position it, a bit pointless, doesn't it? It colours that, um, doesn't it, yeah. You know, it's just this uh
2: <laughs>
0: it's lost to
2: Harry, he's drawn to Nuttats.
0: And he's top Brilliant. of the league.
2: Yeah, oh, you're
0: right about this league being crackery. Um Diodex. <laughs> Diodex Bry. Um, obviously second. Um you know, here's another one that's uh, won all games except uh the games against Wizzy Fox. Um could this be a season that Diodex rediscovers that form?
3: You'd expect him to be playoff in the, places in the and mix. upwards, but yeah. I think this division's probably the most wide open it's ever been. If you look at the the people in it, probably if you discount the bottom four of Worm, Brilly, Harry and Nuttach, you wouldn't be surprised if any of those other eight finished top. They're all pretty much as good as each other yeah. get a good run together but I think the one to watch will be Gaz top scorer in the division mm. he's been getting better for the last couple of seasons maybe it's his year to get out of the bottom division
2: maybe maybe what do you think um, Berger I I think I remember I was on a podcast at the start of last season he was my dark horse and he didn't do very well, <laughs> um, but it looks like he could be the dark horse this season. Started well. Um, Whenever I've always played Gus, I've always struggled against him. Um, I suppose we've got history when I always wanted Holland off him, and then I finally did. Um, and there's always an inside joke there. Um, but yeah, I think he's got a good chance. Like it's wide open. I mean, like I think I do agree with Bri. I think most of those people could get in the playoffs, if not win it mm. from Wiz Fox and upwards. Um, it's just how they can, they, they can get four points and not make give another opponent an advantage when they play them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with that, you know, Wiz Fox upwards, because although, you know, Worm is on the same amount of goal difference, uh, no, sorry, he's on the same amount of points as WizFox, um, the goal difference is obviously quite superior. And then you look at the three below Worm, Andy Brill, no. Um, Harry, no. <laughs> not Hatch. I mean, obviously, this is not Hatch's first season, isn't it? But um, clearly, going off the early start of the season, um, you know, needs to work on the team a little bit or finding his way in the leagues. Um, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens with him this season. Um, but it's definitely interesting in terms of eighth upwards to see, um, you know, who, who does... Who, who will get in that sort of playoff spot um you know with a trooper lost boy lost boy is another one that seems to blow hot and cold air at times in that division um can be really good and on his day can be really poor i mean his record so far this season shows that um so again it'll be interesting um but i mean uh we'll see we'll see by the time the next one comes around if soggy cabbages is still top of this league um because that's uh, <laughs> that, that, that is um, yeah this is great to see except he's lost to Harry that's that can that can't be wiped from the records this season I'm afraid um, right um, we're gonna move on and we're going to listen uh, to a, a listener's question that has come in from Morris uh, so Morris has submitted a question to the podcast. Thank you so much for that Morris um, so we're gonna have a little listen now. Um, and then we're going to have a discussion about it. So uh, take a listen to the question, and then we'll talk.
5: Hi, guys. Morris here. Thanks for having me on for the first user-submitted question to the podcast. Sorry I can't be there in person, but on a Thursday, I'm out in the freezing cold kicking a football about. Uh, My question was with regards to mind games. I personally think I might be the most susceptible to mind games in the league. I'm very easily wound up and people get into my head whether knowingly or unknowingly. Plunkett is really good at winding me up and distracting me from the game. Um, Paul Lowe's, he got inside my head for our match day fixture one and he got five points out of it. So fair play to him. I was just wondering if anybody else goes into games with the intent of trying to get inside the opponent's head to try and give themselves a little edge or do people just... Purely focus on the gameplay and playing the actual game. Cheers, guys. Cool. Thank you very much for that, Morris.
0: What a good question. So, guys, let's talk about it. It's the idea of uh, mind games with your opponents. So, are you someone that will focus on the game, um, you know, and the gameplay to get a result? Or will you try the odds thing here and there? Uh, to get into the mind of your opponent. Burger, I'm gonna start with you. Um yeah. to to give us your thoughts um on mind games.
2: I mean for me it's definitely who I'm playing against. Um there's a couple that I think I've done mind games in the past. Jam um I think I wound him up in one of the league games and he got well and truly off I don't know whether he would remember but I know I wound him up in the first game and then I absolutely battered him in the second game, and he lost his head. Um, that doesn't but... sound like
1: me at all. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but I do, I do choose to do mine games if there's, if we're in the party, we've got like a history or kind of a rivalry, um, then I will. Well, I wouldn't. Then I will intentionally do it if they do it, or just make a little cheeky dig or something. I think I've done it against Sean. Cause I've got history when he beat me whatever big score line whatever he did during the war sometime wherever that went, wherever that may be um, but yeah I think I like my games it, it, it puts something different into the games rather than just solely concentrating on the game um, but when obviously you're talking to the opponent it's a lot easier if you want to do that but like I said it's, it, it's definitely somebody who if you've got a connection with or you, you talk a lot to them and then you you obviously get used to playing each other, and then you get used to playing tricks on them kind of thing. So yeah, I do. I, I end up doing it um, to like the people I've mentioned, but it's that it, it gives you the edge sometimes, and it's quite funny. Um, with 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 Morris as well, I've been in the party when Plunkett has come into his party, and he's done it for me, and he's wound up Morris, and he's left the party, and I was beating him six 0 so it works as well if someone jumps into the pot, I remember um, sorry, carrying on, I was playing Sean, I was in a party with Joe and Phil and I was getting frustrated about the game and you know what they're like, they just seem to wind me up, wind me up and I get worse and worse and worse, so I do think it has place in it and it's good if you can take advantage of that
0: yeah, I mean, Jam. What do you think? I mean, I suppose it goes to that point, doesn't it, about being in a party? And I know sometimes when heads go, it is a little bit easier to then sort of, you know, dig it in even more. Um, I mean, what what are your what are your thoughts? Do, do you go into games with sort of mind games against certain people, or are you someone that just focuses solely on the game?
1: Um, I, I guess it depends. I think so. For me, I think I. Um... <laughs> there's an element of mind games in the sense that so i'll give you an example so i have recently obviously been talking a lot on the site because of the head-to-head target back chips right so chipping the goalkeeper all the time you know everyone knows that sort of like a bit of a thing now that i do and have done it obviously before the head-to-head target yeah fair enough so i played so for the other day in a head-to-head and i was going through on goal and he purposely just kept his goalkeeper back on the line which allowed me to do you know like easier i didn't chip him i just then just slide in basically but it's that almost that mind game that he expects me to do something or say you're playing someone that you expect maybe will go for a cutback i do this a lot against people and i'm right i'm going to cover the runner cover the runner cover the runner and then while i'm covering the runner the other guy just runs straight through and and scores so i think there is an element of that to be said where you sort of get it into people's heads you've got almost like a special move or you know you're notorious for something and you just completely flip 180 and, and have a chance um in terms of the the dark arts type of mind games i don't think so me and bry have a long-standing thing where i keep saying he's land of the giants and all he ever does is play root one and Hoofball and i think he knows now i'm just messing about which is unfortunate but um i, I don't know it's it's a tough one like when we were on the mic and, and we played that game where you beat me you know hideously amount last season i think i was just getting more wound up and wound up and wound up and, wound up and is that good for you on the other end? Like, do you stop? Do you keep going for me? I would always rather someone beat me as much as they can because it's more insulting. If they stop and start taking it easy, that would do my head in even more personally. Um, so yeah, I'm personally, I'm more for it. I think, yeah, you know, getting your opponent's head as much as possible, any little advantage you can get to, to get the win. No problem.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I suppose that point about, you know, um, doing the you know the score line up and continuing and that sort of idea of you know whether to hold back or not is a discussion to be had in itself um, i mean Bry, what 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 what's your stance do, do you go uh, into, are you sort of old style and going never fully going gameplay you're game
3: or... trying to wind the other person up to the point that it makes them angry because that's not what we're here for but, um, I mean, some people you play, like Storm or Diadex, you can just sit back and they'll do it themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and you can just True. sit back, listen to the mic, and listen to them rage, and you think, right, their head's gone already. But there's uh, little tricks in the game that um, you can do to put opponents off. Like, I hate it when people take short corners all the time and then try and dribble in from the byline. So I just don't mark them, don't cover the short corner and just pull all my players back. That normally sorts them out because they don't know what to do then. So it's little things like that. But, I mean, you've got things like Rhino will make you watch all the replays and do long celebrations. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it affects some people. It doesn't bother me. I think it's quite funny. Uh, I'll I'll just do the same back. You know, like when um, you get a late... Well, you think it's a late equaliser... So you do the celebration where the guy runs to the camera and things like that, and then if you get a, a later winner, you'll do exactly the same thing. That's just all part of the banter, but it's not really deliberately winding people up to make them angry and make them worse at the game.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting topic. Um, so obviously, let us know in the uh, in this forum what your what your thoughts are on that. Um, and again, thank you, Maurice, for the question, and thank you for submitting that. Um, it's been good to get the thoughts of the, uh, the the team. Right, we're going to leave it there for today's episode. Um, so, thank you very much for listening, um, Berger. Thank you very much for coming on. Um, as always, it's a pleasure.
2: Yeah, thank you. Uh, cheers, uh, and uh, sorry about cutting out earlier, but yeah, it's been a good one.
0: That's quite all right, um, Bry. And similarly, thank you for coming on and uh, uh cheers, it's it always
2: forward. fun to take part and
3: I'd encourage anyone else to come forward and do it if they've not done it for a while.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, guys, it's really, really easy to get involved with. You know, Burger's done it from his Xbox tonight, you know. I, I'm doing it from a laptop, so is Jam and Briar. I mean, how have you joined Briar? On a laptop, phone? Yeah, I'm on a laptop. laptop. As well, yeah. But I mean you can join on a phone, you can join on a tablet, um so there, there there are so many ways you can join guys um jam as always thank you very much
1: um yeah i think yeah thank you very much and again burger don't worry i think the best part of the pod was those five minutes you, you dipped out so it's all good no, no
2: problem no problem
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll time stamp that if you want um <laughs> <laughs> yeah put it on the agenda burger <laughs> burger yeah,
0: <Denso>. burger, <laughs> burger free zone um yeah no um Obviously, thank you guys. Um, you know, episode ninety-eight, we are ed- edging closer to that hundredth episode. Um, but thank you for listening. In the interim, let us know your comments on the uh, the topic that we discussed at the end, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.